This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one in a few sentences. Please tell me who you are and what you do. Well, I consider myself to be the connector of the unconnected and to be also the conduit of everybody else's greatness. That's the real answer to your question. What, say, what, what says the, or what, you can read the LinkedIn, it's a little bit different, but it's much more boring. <laughs> well, and Angel, it is an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. <laughs> uh, question number two, and this one's going to be a, right up your alley. What is something that makes you smile and or laugh about working in your industry? Uh, definitely when people are not aware of the consequences of what they do. Mm. That's definitely something that makes me smile all the time. I try to mm-hmm. be extremely hard on myself. So that's why I try to laugh at, and, and smile as much as I can. Mm, I love it. I love it. Question number three. I have a fictitious book with all the answers for business. What okay. chapter would you think most companies should read? Well, it would probably be chapter number 13 because it's the, it's, you know, it's that, it's that, you know, it's that uh, uh, level in the hotels, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, um, excuse me, I, I had a I had a lapsus right now. So <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that there's always a chapter that nobody wants to read. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're trying to go when you try to go to a specific floor and the hotels don't have the floor number thirteen, right? It'll be definitely number number thirteen. And the one that one is definitely the one that talks about being humble enough to be the right leader for your team. Mm, I like that a lot. And, and it's the way that you position that as the chapter that people don't want to read. It's, it, it really is because there's a reason that they don't. Maybe there's fear or whatever it happens to be. And, you know, and, and so you really raise a great point there. Thank you yes. for that. Absolutely. Question number four, other than the generic work harder, have a great attitude and care for customers, what advice or insight would you give to other business leaders? Well, that's my mantra. So it's going to be an easy one. It's taking perfect action now, taking perfect action now. I think that we are actually raised, we grow up being too hard on ourselves, as I said before, and we have to take too many precautions in order to do something and to show this to the world. I think that to be successful, you have to start literally showing your products, your services, who you really are on a very blunt, genuine way to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way to actually proof test who you are and proof test your products and services. That's mm-hmm. definitely the, the piece of advice I would give everybody. I think that's really wise. And especially, you know, it, 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 it really makes a big difference there. And, and you know, I, I just, I, I think I'm glad that you shared that with the audience. Thank you for that. Question yeah. number five, what other business leader like yourself would you like to acknowledge and invite to be on my podcast? Well, I would, I would definitely like to invite or to suggest you that you bring Mr. Neville Joffe. Neville Joffe. He has a wonderful book. Actually, I have it here. I didn't think of this. So I have it here. It's called The Baker's Dozen hmm. Rules of Highly Successful Business Operators. This is, a pub, this is a book that has not been published. It has been actually uh, made in a very specific way with contributions of hundreds of C-level executives. So it's a very interesting book, and it's basically the legacy of Mr. Neville Joffe, who has trained more than 20,000 C-level executives and business operators in large corporations in the world for the last 25 years. That's definitely my choice. 
Wow, thank you for that. That's a, I, I'm looking forward to actually reading that book because especially if it's, it's got contributions from all these different business leaders, it's, you're, you're getting a, a plethora of ideas, I assume, from, uh, from that book. Absolutely, right? and, and, and he's a great, great guest. You'll see. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, thank you for that referral. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And our final question, question number six, please tell me about your first job. Well, my first job ever was when I was a kid, my father was the CEO. I was literally like, what, 12, 12 years old. My father was the CEO of a group of companies companies in Spain. I'm originally from uh, near Barcelona in Spain. And one of those companies was a fish farm. So every single afternoon, my father would drive one hour and a half to go to the fish farm from the headquarters of the, of the company. And I would go with him every single afternoon in order to put literally to put trouts, rainbow trouts inside boxes. And I would get, you know, at that time we didn't have pesos, we had pesetas, you know, in Spain. Mm-hmm. So I would, I, would, I would literally get a specific amount of money. It actually was five pesetas for every single box that I would, you know, put trouts on every single day. That was my first job ever. Was I not so happy with that money that summer? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to picture this because the rainbow trout and 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 when you went by putting the the trout in there. So were you using like how were you were you just picking them up with your hands? And so basically, the there would be this big container, you uh-huh. know, dumping all those trouts already dead trouts mm-hmm. onto this big massive, you know. Um, uh, stylus steel uh, table, and that there will be many, many people around the table with these, you know, white boxes that you know they keep mm-hmm. that they isolate the the the, the, the temperature, right? Mm-hmm. So we would put the trouts, you know, sideways, sideways, mm-hmm. uh, so that I think it was like 22, 23 trouts per box. Again, wow. I, I, I boxed so many trouts, right? <laughs> 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 and then you know I would take them to a place, they would weigh them, and then they would put additional trouts or they would take out uh, trouts out of, of them. It would be five kilos per box. Oh my God. I think wow. it's the first time ever I explained this story to anybody. <laughs> well, I love honestly, it. Honestly. And, and the visual is so great as well. So thank you for sharing that. And Angel, thank you so much for being on the show. How can people find you? Oh, thank you very much. Very easy. Obviously, you can go to these boring places as in LinkedIn and everywhere, everywhere else. But I would say, send me an email. I have either myself or my team. We always have time to respond. It's very easy. It's Angel, spelled like it's like in uh, Angel from Heaven. And, they'll, and then at angelrebo.com. Rebo is my last name. It's spelled like R-I-B as in boy O. So it's angel at angelrebo.com. Perfect. This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business in Life podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.